0: Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Share our passion for life on 657 AM, 657 AM. That's exactly what we invite you to do, my family spectrum, on a Friday afternoon. It is all things lovely, spicy. It is all things wonderful. But right now, we're turning the page, and we welcome on the line, joining us, Dr. Mati Mediale, Your Excellency, good afternoon, uh, and thank you so much for giving us your time.
1: Good
0: afternoon your excellency. Your excellency, uh, first and foremost, uh, congratulations. You have really, you know, I keep saying this to people, you have survived so much this year. You've survived the snow, you've survived the earthquake, <laughs> you've survived the blast. Hey, you've survived, your excellency. It's it's a lot, really. It's it's really a lot. But but but, but let's yeah. let's get straight into the matter. Uh, Your Excellency, we are concerned that there is not a lot of platforms uh, given to broadcast uh, information to educate our um, public about mental health in our senior citizens. So let me ask the first, uh, just generally, what does mental wellness look like um, uh, in our seniors?
1: Right. Thank you, Your Excellency, and thank you for a good show. I've been listening, and I must say, you beautiful know, utilizing the eyes of the beholder. And I think our senior citizens they are always beautiful. They will die with mm-hmm. their beauty and their beauty at heart. Even if you might be looking and ailing physically, but the heart grows stronger and stronger. And they are full of love. They are mm-hmm. full of energy. Mm-hmm. It just depending on what side of the world you're coming from. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity so that I can share my experience with your listeners today on the sure. September show. And when we talk of wellness, especially focusing on the senior citizen. I think we do forget that they do get the rights, and their rights are also enshrined in the Constitution of South Africa. Mm. But for the people that are coming to us to come and consult us because of our profession and because they believe in us as well, we realize there's a term that you call homeostasis. In a literal English, it means balancing the act. And usually when they come to us, it means that the scale has tipped it maybe to the right or to the left. They either complain about pain or about illness, Oh, generally about 5%, maybe they just come just for a general check-up because they are concerned that they might have seen one of their neighbours being ailing or they might be suspecting that there could be a virus going on and they don't know about it. And when that homeostasis is being, is being affected as well, it does affect their wholeness. And we're looking at when they come into us, the key is to, to look them and to see them as people that got brain and people that got leave and they, they got to get the respect that they deserve. And our holistic approach as healthcare professionals, we're looking at their physical wellness and we're looking at their emotional wellness and looking at also their mental wellness. Mm. And something that we don't talk about is also their spiritual wellness. Sure. But for us, many times when they come, we seem to be focusing on the physical one followed by emotional one very little and also mental weight. And mm-hmm. this year, or this month, the focus being on, on health awareness and October, or this month that we are on July, we're looking at health I mean, and health, mental health awareness. And we say we cannot ignore our senior citizens. Mm, 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 mm,
0: mm. And uh, so uh, so what then uh, would maybe let me let me uh, combine these two questions, Your Excellency, and just ask, um, whilst it is our responsibility, you know, to look after the wellness, mental wellness of our seniors, we can't really look after and steward something that we don't know Angit, your excellency so what would mental frustration and perhaps some of the conditions that appear um that are likely to occur at an older age what would those look like um if you can if you can share uh, that with us yeah.
1: you know my experience with senior citizens usually what frustrates them a lot it's a lack of respect from our peers and also from generally healthcare wow. workers and also, when they go to uh, higher institutions like sure. our main hospitals, what's shocking them or what degrades them is the red tape that they have to go and the attitude that some, some of our colleagues have to give them. You know, we got praised probably as doctors or as other healthcare professionals that when they come and spend that 10 to 15 minutes, they are very happy. But the five hours that they have to wait before they see us, or the five hours that they have to wait at the pharmacy before they see us. That's something that really, really frustrates them as well. And generally, for the fact that for some time, because remember, when you are a senior citizen, you seem to be losing some of the things that you had when you were quite young. One of the classic examples your eyesight becomes very much challenged. You could be myopic, you could be short sighted, you could have glaucoma and you don't see anyone, or you could have what called call a nuclear degeneration which means that your peripheral vision is out of focus. You can only see something that is more central. Mm-hmm. That could be challenge. And also, when you're dealing with them, what frustrates them is the hearing. Because mm-hmm. over the years, their, their hearing decibels have also decreased over a lot. That is why it's important that you need to speak loud. You need to speak not in their face, but to speak them with courtesy and respect and don't think they are dumb. And also, because they're not hearing well, they tend to compensate the Lord by doing what you call a lip reading. And mm. if you're they, not facing them, that also frustrates them. And it's even worse when you are young, <laughs> maybe younger than their granddaughter or their grandson as well. That's also some some form of frustration that they hit. And over the years, because they are growing up as well, their eyes will go and their hearing will be gone, and in some instances their taste of smell also maybe also be challenged. And I don't want to talk about the skin also maybe maybe mm. looking like a turkey or looking like a like a <laughs> a chicken as well. Aww. And the sensation also becomes very diminished as well. And as a result they tend to get cold very easily. Mm. If it's too hot they, they tend to get burned easily. Aww. Nothing else because of their age. And those are little things that sort of hostage them over and above classical um, disease that we know Mm -hmm. for example you know if they are cancerous Mm -hmm. that could be a challenge on its own and if they are cancerous they are over 70 or 80 they might be beginning to think about the end of life situation Mm -hmm. in that situation in south african context or in sowetu in particular we don't have palliative care that are enough that can cater the community that our senior citizens is growing if not by day as well we don't have that and also, we do forget that as part of signs and symptoms, that when you do our evaluation, we do forget that some of the people, they might be carrying, they might be living with uh, HIV and the status that they've never disclosed to anyone else. And at the end of their lifetime or when they feel that they're nearing that end time, that could be a frustration, that could be a bottleneck. And they want somebody that they can trust, somebody that they can trust with. And many times we as doctors, we become trusted more than their own families, more than their own citizens as well. And that's something that we don't really take for granted as well. And generally when they come to complain, they are, it is pain. Mm. It's related to uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is the one that makes you to be bit deformed as well. That's mm. a pain and it's got some flaring moments. In a year, you could have very, very severe pain and swelling for the next three months. And for the next nine months, you're okay. You're able to do your gardening. You're able to go to church. You're able to see your siblings. You're able to take for a park and ride if you are in the very least above in well. Mm-hmm. You are able to gain your independence. And those are the things that, you know, senior citizens, they seem to be, feel that those things have been taken away. Their life, their attitude, you know, they seem to be taken away. But generally, we know that at some stage, because of their age, they may suffer what called call neurological deficit. And one of the neurological deficit that the mother is suffering will be dementia, mm. which is quite key and is growing at an alarming rate. And we know that in the last two decades, we have seen a lot of senior citizens coming to us, complaining or diagnosing them with stroke, which just attack them at the time they least expect it as well. And in some other cases, you know, when they come to us, we realize that, you know, they might have dementia. They might have short-term memory. They might be going on Alzheimer's as well. And by the extent, they might be also having schizophrenia and no one is actually looking to them and make that diagnosis. So mm. in general, those are some of the frustrations that frustrate our senior citizens because there's no one, and that will come with stigmatization. I'm looking at the people who might be living with HIV, mm. people who might have cancer. You know, that stigma that goes with that, and they think that they're enter- they entering their end of their life or their end of their careers well, that could be also be life-threatening, especially those that they know that they, been, that they don't get their ducks in a row. That means in terms of real testament, they haven't done that type of thing. They may be worried that the insurance is not going to pay when they've worked so hard for their death. Mm-hmm. You know that's something that we do take for granted excellence, but it's something that I do experience a lot at my clinic and also at my practice. And also with the hospitals that I'm attached to. Sure. This is really so insightful. And Mm. I really think that, you know, um, we should really just um, be patient with our elders, no no matter what, because we don't know necessarily always what they're going through. Mm. So uh, it is Mental Wellness Awareness Month, and schizophrenia is on the spotlight, right? So yeah. tell us a bit more about schizophrenia. Mm. You know, when you talk of schizophrenia, especially looking at our senior citizens, you know, it's something that we, we don't talk a lot about. But when they come to us, I think for us that I'm saying senior doctors as well or experienced doctors as well, we know how to talk to them and we make we know how to make them feel at home as well. But there are three cardinal things that they may begin to make us think that they might be schizophrenic as well. Mm -hmm. When they begin to have some bouts of hallucination, when they have to have some delusions run there, then all of a sudden they're a bit disorientated. And for those that are listening for the first time, maybe hallucination, if I may define it a little bit, it's when we experience some senses that, you know, you're hearing something or you're seeing something but it's not real. And delusion, it's when you start believing that, you know, you could be Tarzan, you could be Jane, or you could be Samson or Hulk. And you know that there's no muscle barking. You don't have the pressure to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's the this orientation, we may looking at how you groom yourself. You're looking, we're looking at the way how you dress. And we're looking at the way how you sort of communicate. Is there a sense between what you're saying and your emotional uh, facial expression as well? And if those things are sort of coming out more pronounced, and also your speech will somehow become very declined, or you're lacking pronouncing certain vowels as well. Mm. You become very, 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 very serious. And for some reason, if you are a man, you begin to cry for unknown reasons. Then you become very, very, very concerned about it. And if you start dressing inappropriately, for example, if you go to the funeral, there's no dressing code, but you know what you should be dressing up. If you Mm. go to a wedding, there's no Mm. dressing code, but you know when you have to dress Like If you're traveling, maybe going to travel overseas, you know how you should dress. If you go to, to church, you know how you should dress. And if those things are grossly inappropriate as well, that could be also a sign that I might be dealing with schizophrenia. And by definition, when you do schizophrenia, we define it as a severe, complex, and very debilitating mental illness mm-hmm. that also affects your day-to-day functioning, how you think, how you move around, how you do your daily chores as well. If there's an imbalance in that, coupled with hallucination and dilution and also disorganization of speech, we're likely to make an index that you could be suffering from schizophrenia and we need to be talking about a lot more than we do on the radio.
0: Sure, excellency. Wow. That's exactly what we were hoping, uh, you know, this conversation would cover this afternoon. Thank you so much. Absolutely insightful. And I'm really hoping my family that that, you know, was able to uh, at least trigger somebody. You may not necessarily be a senior citizen right now. Perhaps you know somebody and you look after wh- whatever the case may be. I think the more information we have, Excellency, like you're saying that uh, the better equipped we are as a society to look out for and to respond, uh, to respond to uh, some of these conditions. Your Excellency, if somebody's listening and we would like to check in with you, where do we find you?
1: Well, um, I'm based in Bodyport in, in a private practice and sure. i am also got a practice in Fox Street. Mm-hmm. And many times I do some consultation as a senior consultant at Barra.
0: Fantastic. And
1: I think if people want to get hold of me, I'll leave my details with you and... Sure. Maybe publicly can become my representation or my more
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really like that, Your Excellency. We're absolutely <laughs> happy, you know, to 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 have to or rather to respond to those queries when they do come through. But we really want to appreciate you for your time and thank you so much for that for that session. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity and just a parting shot that let us remember that our senior citizens have mm-hmm. got the right. And they're entitled to their own dignity as well. Mm. You know, once you lose your dignity, it seems you have lost yourself. And let us create that platform that we create this mental health awareness. And I know I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. But I know there's an overlap. We do see a lot of things, and we need to destigmatize them. We need to make them and make sure that we integrate them back into the society as well. And old age home is not the dumping ground. Right. We still need to care for them, and we still need to love them. And I know that, you know, any granny that you might have met, I've never met a granny that is salty. They're always full of life. They're always full of Mm. life. Except the eggs and eggs that sort of retard them and remind them that, you know, they're not youth. And I wish there could be a tablet that I could design so that I could recycle them into youth.
0: You've already done exactly what you ought to be doing, Your Excellency. I agree. We need to task somebody with the task of of redesigning and uh, putting together templates. We appreciate you, Your Excellency. That's exactly where we have to leave this conversation. Two minutes after five is your time. It's time for us to cross over now to the news at the top of the hour. That was Dr. Matime Diale. Uh, my family, if you'd like to check in with him, we have the details right here. Uh, otherwise, right now, uh, it's time for us to have a look at the latest uh, in your news. Yeah, that Session will certainly be podcast radiopulpit.co.za. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. You and 657 AM and life.